Good day friends, I am One More Christian <clears throat> and I just recorded an entire scripture reading uh, with my microphone muted so I'm going to start again but I'm, I'm glad if you're joining me because I hope that this could be a fellowship for us I'm, I'm totally welcome to comments, um, interaction, disagreements uh, the reason that I have sort of taken the title of just one more Christian is because I'm not anybody important. I'm not super smart. I don't have any degrees in theology. I've been a Christian for about three years and uh, was baptized in 2018. But I just want to read the Bible and I want to do it with other people and I want to do it daily. And I haven't, you know, I've missed a few days here and there, but uh, the truth is some days I'm just, uh, I'm still trying to figure out like, it's been a long time since I've done anything like this. I, I kind of, I gave up a lot of things when I came to Christ and uh, technical, I guess, you know, technical stuff hasn't been my priority. But uh, anyway, and then some days, the, I, I want to be honest with you guys, some days I'm just not doing good. Uh, but I'll still try to read on those days because it's probably more important. Uh, there's part of me that really doesn't want to be transparent or share those sort of things with people, but I think it's... I think it's the only way to get, I don't know, I won't say the, that's like a blanket statement, but most effective way to get any sort of progress in your walk with God, it's going to include honesty. <clears throat> and, and I think that, you know, kind of one of the, one of the purposes uh, for One More Christian, you know, be, me being One More Christian and having a fellowship here, um, is that we can be honest. We can be, I mean, we just need to stop lying about what Christianity is and what it's not and how we should be and what we should say. Let's just stop lying about it and be honest. It's hard sometimes. Christianity can be so frustrating. There's so many disagreements and so many, uh, so many pitfalls and traps and, and it's crazy. Uh, and, and following Jesus was never meant to be easy. There are great rewards for following Jesus. And sometimes it means, you know, blessings here. But those blessings are often, I believe, that we're given blessings so that we can bless others. Uh, if we're given something, I believe it's to steward. If God gives you something, we are to steward it responsibly and effectively. Um, that's why there's the parable about the three guys. He gives them money, and one of them just buries it, and the other two make a bunch of money, and he's like, why did you bury that? I gave it to you to manage responsibly. So, anyway, I'm just one more Christian. Uh, man, I chose this little Bible. It's, uh, it's a King James Version, and I'll be honest with you, the King James Version just frustrates me, and I know that there's a... Oh, you can't see that. It's a neat little Bible. It's it's blue. It's a blue leather. I I believe it's real leather. This was given to my son by his great grandmother, uh, Grace, when uh, when my wife was pregnant with him, and um, so it's just super neat. You know, uh, I love this little thing. My daughter always grabs it, and she wants to play with it, and part of me wants to just let her because why not? I mean, <laughs> the <laughs> the scripture we're gonna read today was it. It's right here. Oh, well, that's in Mark as well, because I'm going to read out of Luke. Here it says Mark 10, 14. 
Jesus said unto them, Suffer the little children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. That's awesome. I didn't know that was in the front right there, because I end up reading that here in Luke 18. Luke chapter 18. This is the King James Version, and I was... Okay, I'm going to read it to you. But I'll be honest, I do not prefer the King James Version. I'll take a new King James Version. That's fine. But the King James Version, it's uh, this, uh, it's so unnecessarily filled with extra vowels and stuff. Like, what? Why? I'm, I'm tempted to just go get a different Bible and read it. You know what I haven't read out of? Let's see here. Where's my... NIV study Bible. I'll find it for you. I'll just read out of that tomorrow. I've got my NIV study Bible. It should be right here, but it's not. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it, man. But first, I'm going to pray. Oh, Heavenly Father. We come to you with, with praise today and thanks. In humility. In a reverence for you. And we praise you because you're worthy of worship. And I pray that your Holy Spirit would give us understanding today, in Jesus' name. Chapter 18 of the Gospel of Luke, or St. Luke, as it is put here in um, the King James Version. And he, you know what, I'm really not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to read out of this King James Version. Just give me my Reformation Study Bible, which is English Standard. Okay? Pardon me. But it's just going to frustrate me, and I'm not going to do that. To me or you. Uh, Luke. Chapter of Luke. So I'm using my desktop reformation that my sister gave me. Um, I think my daughter, I hear her running. She's going to come yell at me. My son's out there playing with her. Let's see if we can, uh, we can wait her out. Oh, I got a pause button. Hold on. We're, we've resumed video recording. What did I say? Chapter chapter 18. Okay. The parable of the persistent widow. Okay. Uh, and he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. Okay, so, as I was saying, <clears throat> this judge said, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice, justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? 
the Pharisee and the tax collector. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you that this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Let the little children come to me. Now they were bringing even infants to him that he might touch them. And when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. But Jesus called to him, saying, Let the children come to me and do not hinder them. For to such, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child shall not enter it. The parable of the rich ruler. And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother. And he said, all these things I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, one thing you still lack, sell all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and come, follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said how difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. And Peter said, See, we have left our homes and followed you. And he said to them, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom of God who will not receive many times more in this time and in the age to come eternal life. Jesus foretells his death a third time. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem. And everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles and will be mocked and shamefully treated, spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. Jesus heals a blind beggar. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging, and hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. 
And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Amen. That was Luke chapter 18. And it was a lot. So I'm, but I'm just going to... Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to give you a brief summary. Uh, there is one thing I noticed in here that I kind of have a question about. Um, it, for one thing, let me just go in order here, okay? So he told them a parable, a certain judge. So he's saying here, keep praying. Keep praying and don't get discouraged when you don't see those prayers being answered because you're... <sighs> Praise God, this is ginger ale with, uh, it's actually Tabasco. Ginger ale with Tabasco. It's the official drink of One More Christian. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Why? I don't know. Try it. Keep praying. Keep praying. And don't stop. Even when it seems like it's not happening. Like nothing's happening. That happens... I think that's just a, that's always going to be a story, man. You will see God's victory, but it might not be five minutes after you prayed for it. Because he's, but he's using an example here to say, look, if, if you can aggravate a wicked man to the point where he will come and do justice for you, that he will give in to what you're asking for just to shut you up, then... <laughs> Will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? The answer is yes. Yes. Um, I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? So will he find faith in me? He says, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to vindicate you guys. But when I show up, Will I find you believing that? Or will you have grown faint? Will you have fainted? Will you have lost heart? Keep praying. Stay awake. Keep praying. God's victory will come. I think that that's... And I've said before, you know, God's victory can look a lot of different ways. It might not look like victory to you, but if you ask God to bless you, He's going to. Yeah, he's going to do it in a way that you never thought. And then the Pharisee. So he told this parable about a Pharisee. And I think this one just always makes me cry. That this Pharisee came and he said, Look at me, God, I am so awesome. I'm not like any of these other guys, these scumbags. Look at this tax collector over here. But me, I've been fasting, I've been tithing, I've been doing it, man. Look at the stuff I'm wearing. I got the, uh, I got the thing. I'm a Pharisee, bro. I'm in. I'm in with God. And then there's this other guy over here that nobody likes, and he's probably made horrible decisions time and time again. So, am I talking about me? It feels like it. But this guy, he won't even look up. And he's saying, woe is me, woe is me, for I am a sinner, God, please have mercy. 
Please don't pour out your wrath on me. So that's, I just love that parable. Let the little children come to me. And then, you know, these guys, and then the, the, the disciples, the, the children, they're trying to bring children. And the disciples are like, whoa, hey, no, sorry, only important stuff over here. We're with the Lord. You guys, like, go somewhere else. Go to a children's hospital or something. Um, these guys are, are saints. They're Christians. They're followers of Jesus. Okay, so don't. But 2,000 years later, here we are. Unified in many ways, by the way. I mean, I know it's really a lot of fun for people to bash on Christians and Christianity and Jesus and why are you guys so divided? Well, I don't know. Look at the name on the hospital the next time you get hurt. Christians do good stuff on the planet. I mean, come on. Okay, but what he's saying to these Christians, because Christians, although I don't blame you, I know Christians are annoying. <laughs> We're so ridiculous. Okay? But he says, Don't hinder the children. For the the kingdom of God belongs to them. What are you guys doing? Who do you think you are? You know, later on they're arguing about, oh, let me be at your right hand, let me be at your right hand. He says, uh, You want to be at my right hand? Can you can you drink the cup that I'm gonna drink? And they did, later on. Can you, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink? Can you pay the cost to be the boss? And if you want to be the boss, let me tell you this. It's not going to look like what you think it looks like. All your works and everything you do is not going to get you there. But make yourself a servant. Suffer for others. And you will be exalted. Um, the kingdom of God believes I, I must have a childlike faith okay and that it's not ah you know there's a lot of a lot of evidence for Christianity but when all that falls you know because you're not gonna there's a there's got to be a point where you you just say okay I, you know because nobody's gonna convince you totally of anything that you don't want to believe in have faith like a child I would say to believers that when they start breaking you down with all their their stuff, have faith like a child. Then this guy shows up and he says, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now this, so I, I don't think I, I know what the answer is to this, but so Jesus says, Why do you call me good? There's none good but God. Because I think that, okay, either A, he's saying, you know, I'm you know I'm God. You know that I was sent by God. You know who I am because you have called me good. Or he's saying, or it's because this guy just believes he's a good rabbi, or that he's an awesome teacher, that he's calling good. So if this guy has come to a teacher and called him good, Jesus is saying, no, 
You're not going to find a good teacher. You're going to, only God is good. So either A, this guy knows who Jesus is, and Jesus is asking a rhetorical question, or he's saying, if you don't believe in God, then don't call me good. Um, and the guy says, you know, what can I do, man? I did all this stuff. And he's like, well, just, just let all that stuff go and follow me. You'll be fine. That, then you'll be fine. Then you'll, be, you'll have riches in heaven. Everything will be cool, man. But now this is where I would think that he does not believe Jesus is God. That he thinks he's talking to an awesome rabbi. Because he's sad now. He's like, I don't want to do that. That's crazy. I'll just stick to the law. Well, continue following the whole law, buddy. Um, I'm sorry, that sounds so arrogant. Who am I? Who am I to say that? But I'm just saying, it's like, okay, you know, whoever <laughs> has given up, and then the disciples are like, well, what about us, man? We gave up everything. And he's like, yeah, to your benefit. To your benefit. Taking the 12, he explains, we're going up to Jerusalem. They're going to whip that the Son of Man will be whipped and flogged and killed, and he'll rise again. And then it tells us that the saying was hidden from them. So this is why I like to pray before and after I read God's Word, because if the Spirit has not revealed it to you, this is all gibberish. It's going to mean nothing. I heard, I've heard the Bible. I've heard Scripture since I was a child. None of it changed me until I asked God, until I said, you know, in the prayer that I prayed was Jesus I don't even I don't I have no idea what's going on if you're real then I, I want to know and if I'm not if you're not then I'm just gonna go die the die in the hole I dug for myself but once you ask God once you have that childlike desire and you're just saying I don't know I don't know I really don't and if you say that to God and you say if you're real if 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 a good God is real, then I must know. And ask, ask Jesus, and his spirit will reveal it to you. Nothing happens unless the spirit says go. And if the spirit says go, then go and never stop. Go and never stop, and just keep listening, okay? These guys, the guys that were following him, didn't even understand this until after he came back to life. And then some of them was like, yeah, that didn't happen. Like Thomas, you know? Yeah, that didn't happen. You guys are all crazy. Um, even this Christian is calling these other Christians crazy for a radical faith. So they're always going to call us crazy for having a radical faith. Everybody you know that doesn't believe that Jesus Christ died and lived and died and rose again and, and was the Son of God, God in the flesh, if they don't know who Jesus is and what happened historically, literally happened, it wasn't something else, they'll never never understand. It'll just be, you're just listening to an awesome rabbi at that point, I guess. And a lot of people taught like Gandhi, you know, he was like, oh yeah, Jesus, he is cool. Um... But no, that's, it's more than that. So I think that's something I never noticed before. But here we are with more Christians saying, those Christians over there are insane. That didn't happen. Jesus didn't rise from the dead. That's crazy, you know? So just hang on, because it's going to be a wild ride. 
And then he comes to this guy, to the blind guy. Now, now I, I see a, a contrast between him and the ruler who asked, what must I do? Because the ruler came and said, good teacher, what do I got to do? This guy says this. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And when he comes to him, when Jesus says, bring him over here. And he says, what do you want me to do? Okay, he calls him the son of David because this, the Messiah would come from the, from the lineage of David. So that's the first indicator that tells me this guy knows who Jesus is. He knows Jesus. He says, Lord. He doesn't say teacher. Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, recover your sight. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God and all the people. When they saw it, praise to God. He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. He, he was not confused about who Yeshua was. He had faith. A childlike faith. And that is so awesome. 25 minutes in, and I love you guys. This was a long scripture reading, but I needed it. I hope that it ministers to somebody. I hope that God, that the Holy Spirit ministers to you through His Word, is all I'm saying. I got nothing to do with it. I'm just one more Christian. Um, I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for me. Uh, <laughs> just that I would be Heavenly Father in Jesus' name. I thank you, and I ask you to forgive me my trespasses and put it in my heart to forgive others where they have trespassed against me. God, if you are to bless me, let me be a blessing to others. And Father, I pray for those hearing your word that, you, that your Holy Spirit would come upon them to bless them with yourself, with wisdom and understanding, and that you would, that you would protect their family and their households with a canopy of safety and health. In Jesus' name, I love you. Peace to you, and I will see you soon.